This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. If I told you my guest today was Catholic, would you be surprised? Probably not. But what if I told you my guest today was Catholic hipster? Now, that's something you might not have heard before. Tommy Ty is just that, and he wrote a book on it, The Catholic Hipster Handbook. Because, you know, that's what Catholic hipsters got to do. It's a fun one, folks. A fun interview. And I do hope you enjoy it. Here's my conversation with Catholic hipster, Tommy Ty. Hey, Tommy. How's it going, guys? Good, man. Good. Uh, All right. How did this whole, uh, what do you say, revolution take off here, man? On Twitter, you got tons of followers. You're just, you know, this book is, is pretty exciting. People talking about it all over the place. Where did that begin? I think it's just because God has a really good sense of humor, if I had to <laughs> take a stab at it. Yeah. Um, we uh, It really just started with a tweet where I was uh, making a joke about uh, getting a bunch of people to come together and write about how cool it was to be Catholic. Uh, next thing I know, the Catholic mom, Lisa Hendy, put me in, in contact with Ave Maria, and then they wanted a book. They wanted a and book. And then I freaked out because I'm not an author. I'm not an author <laughs> in any way. Well, you are now. So I had to start getting people to help me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are now, man. Well, I love it. I mean, you, you've you got some good stuff out there. You, you do have a great sense of humor. You know, you're not afraid to put that out there as well and kind of lighten some some of us Catholics up. You know, I think that's a good thing. And we can't take ourselves too seriously uh, is, is the old uh, motto. The Catholic Hipster Handbook, all right? Rediscovering cool saints, forgotten prayers, and other weird but sacred stuff. What's so weird about being Catholic? What are we trying to bring back? Oh, man, we've got plenty of weird stuff that we've got to embrace and share with our culture. When I think of when people ask me what's the weirdest thing, the first thing that jumps out is relics to me. Mm. uh, Because, uh, you know, uh, the chapter in relics in the book, I wrote about how my wife and I went and uh, venerated the femur bone of Mary Magdalene, which to uh, non-Catholics would be probably very bizarre that we would go kneel in front of this old femur bone. But it was, um, I I mean, you guys can imagine, it was it was mind-blowing yeah. to kneel in front of this, because this is the first person who saw the resurrected Christ, um, and it was a piece of her body right in front of us. It was uh, really unbelievable, and really, the relics share the historical side of our faith, so I think if we can get into get into that. But man, it's pretty weird. we got to admit that we're pretty weird. I mean, it's it, okay, and we can embrace it. <laughs> listen, i got a buddy that says, bring back weird Catholicism, you know? And it's it's going to be the weirdness of the faith that's going to, I think, shock people back into it, at least. It may, or at least get their attention. Yeah, I think you're right, because everything is so drab and, and kind of like gray in our culture these days. It's all the same. Nothing's very exciting anymore. We've seen everything a million times. Uh, and so Catholicism has something different to offer, that's for sure. You talk about the scapular as well. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Um, we have a whole chapter in the book on the scapular from Sarah Vabulous, who's the Catholic drinky that writes about uh, brewing her own beer and sharing Jesus that way. And, uh, yeah, the scapular is so epic. Uh, even just wearing it at work, an easy way to evangelize is to wear your scapular at work because inevitably it peeks out of your shirt and someone says, what is that brown thing coming out of your shirt? And boom, you're right there. You're ready to start talking about Jesus and Mary. And if they don't walk away, then it's going to be it's gonna be successful. I love it, man. The Catholic Hipster's Handbook, Rediscovering Cool Saints, Forgotten Prayers, and Other Weird But Catholic Stuff. Uh, you got some prayers in there? What, what are some prayers, maybe your favorite one that you've forgotten? 
Oh, sure. So we have tons of prayers that really dip back. Uh, most of the prayers that we picked out are ones that uh, you probably haven't heard of before just because we have such a rich tradition. Uh, my favorite is the Servite Rosary or the Rosary of the Seven Sorrows of Mary. Sure. A little bit off the beaten path, but it's a, a real epic journey into what Mary went through. Um, and just a little different different than the typical kind of rosary you might pray on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, and it's brought me a lot of peace, so trying to bring it back for sure. No question about it. And you know what the beautiful part about all this stuff, Tommy, is it's Catholic. That's right. This whole book's totally Catholic, which is cool. Uh, probably one of the funniest reviews I get on this book that's come up a couple times is people say, you know, this book said hipster on the cover, and there was no way I was going to read it, but <laughs> someone made me, and so I checked it out. And lo and behold, it's talking about, you know, going to confession, adoration, so... <laughs> this, uh, this is a legit Catholic book trying to bring back everything cool. <laughs> well, and it's it's countercultural. You know, I mean, when, when we talk about Catholicism, and I think that's why in a lot of ways it shakes people up. I think in a lot of ways it's why it's hated. It's why people turn a blind eye to it. Or I, I, I wouldn't say ignore it. Catholicism, you can't ignore. You know, I've said you can ignore a lot of different philosophies and ideologies, but Catholicism is really in your face. That's why it's such a danger to so many people's ways of life. And when we say countercultural, we mean countercultural, not in the easy way. That is definitely right. We like to do things the hard way. And when you think about living authentically Catholic here in the United States, it's pretty much the opposite of what the uh, regular Joe American is living. I mean, that's the way that it's gone so far. And so it is like a very in-your-face thing now, because when we embrace our faith and actually live it, uh, people are going to see something really different about us, just something very radical about the way that we live our lives. Um, And part of it, like you said, is doing things the hard way, which is something that we Catholics are really good at. We like to offer up our suffering. We like to get down on our knees until they hurt. Um, we're, we're really good at doing things the hard way. One of our hosts here, Joe Stopulus, uh, and I were having a conversation yesterday about uh, he's doing this new program, Exodus 90. You ever heard of that? Is that like an extreme workout program or well, something? Well, no, it's, well, I guess oh. <laughs> it's, it's 90 days. Listen to this. It's to jolt you back into your Catholic faith. 90 days of ice showers. And I went through 40 of, of ice showers as a penance for Lent last year. Uh, so Holy all the way, folks. all the way cold showers, uh, no alcohol, no TV, no sports, internet only for, for use of work. Uh, no sweets, fasting on Wednesdays and Fridays, and the, the list just continues on, right? And he's trying to get this thing out there, and he's like, you know, I want to get a lot. He's got a group of about seven guys that are doing this. And he says, I want to get this out there. I want more men to join us in this. I kind of did a modified version of it because I'm weak. <laughs> and, 40's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> well, I just did the ice showers and some fasting. And uh, I'll tell you what. I said, listen, if you're going to present this to men, especially, you've got to tell them how difficult this is going to be. You cannot make it easy on them. You have got to tell them this is going to be one of the most difficult things that's ever going to happen in your life for these 90 days. That's how we respond. And I think, you know, I think you kind of touch on this a little bit in the book, right? I mean, Catholic hipster being countercultural is never going to be easy. That's not the Catholic way. It's going to be a challenge all the time, but that's why it's worth it. That's most definitely right. I mean, we look at how we are the body of Christ, and what happened to the body of Christ when it was here on earth, right? Went through terrible suffering, um, crucified. And so, like, that's what we're called to go through in this world in small ways that we can connect to his to His passion. And I think it's really cool because this Exodus 90 thing that you're talking about is something that we see kind of, like, repeated throughout our culture, right? We see all these people like, well, I'm going to do this, like, I'm going to start fasting, even though they're not religious, or I'm going to start doing this thing. And 
that's the the missing link. It seems like everyone in our culture is like looking for that thing. They're trying to like go back to something that has kind of a deeper meaning. And the Catholic Church is over here like waving our hands, being like, "Hey, dudes, we've been doing this for two thousand years. Like, let us give you some advice." Exactly. So I think we have what people are looking for. Yeah, I think you're exactly right, man. Uh, who is this book aimed for? Anyone? It's a broad this audience. Definitely aimed for anyone. Okay. Yeah, anybody can read this book because we're talking about just uh, things that everybody Catholic loves. Uh, and really, I'm hoping that it's going to hit people who are sort of sitting in the pews every Sunday, um, just out of obligation, but not really embracing their faith, that they're going to see that uh, some of the traditions that we have are exactly what they're hoping to reconnect with, and that they can go forward in their life realizing that uh, if you want to be countercultural and cool, Catholic is definitely the way to be. I love the cover. Isn't it great? Oh, man, I was so happy when they, they sent that to me. <laughs> John Paul II there. And what, what is he wearing? Just like a black coat, black sunglasses, kind of a, uh, what, a beret? A beret. Like a, a, yeah. a yep. black beret, and he's <laughs> got his hands in his pocket, and he's just kind of like looking over like, what's up? How you guys doing? I mean, I always tell people, if you just go online and Google John Paul II hipster and look at the pictures that come up, it's incredible. This guy was a gem. It's so fantastic. Who's your favorite saint that's inspired you? Maybe maybe the Catholic hipster, the patron saint of Catholic hipsters. Well, in the book, we say the patron saint of Catholic hipsters is St. Francis of Assisi. Yeah. Uh, he definitely tossed everything aside. He was so Catholic, he asked for the stigmata. It doesn't get much more Catholic than that. That's pretty incredible. <laughs> Um, and not to mention, now that we've got Laudato Si' out, we've got uh, St. Francis loving the, loving the earth and the animals and Brother Moon and all those things. So I would say he kind of tops the list. John Paul II's got to be up there, though. Oh, my gosh. As far as modern saints, he's the guy. I mean, seriously, looking at pictures of him going camping and, like, yeah. filleting fish while he's sitting in a lawn chair, I mean, he's just uh, incredible. Shaving his beard by the by the rivers. That's right. <laughs> You know, <laughs> there's right. pictures of this. I'm, I, there are French Google John Paul the second photos. As, as Tommy just said, you will find pictures of him just like shaving by by a, a body of water. You know when he went camping. I mean the guy was just and he, not with these not with these weak razors that my generation uses. Right. He's got the full deal. Out yeah, there. he's got the what do you call those straight edges or whatever it is? Yeah, exactly. Blades, man. Yeah. Oh, stay away from those. Uh, all right, Tommy, where can people get the book? You can go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and uh, hopefully your local Catholic bookstore has got them stocked. If not, you can tell them to order it because that's the best place to start. Yep, check it out at Divine Treasures, friends. And if they don't have it, they'll order it for you. Get a lot of copies of this thing and, and give it to your friends and family as well. This is, this is a good book. It may, it'd make a pretty uh, good gift for Christmas this year as well. Get the Christmas shopping done early. Tommy, i got to follow you on uh, Twitter. I'm there. Just come and get it. All We're right, ready man. for you. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Thanks for coming on. So there you have it, friends. I love being Catholic. It's not mainstream, and it never will be. When we're living it the way our Lord calls us to live our faith, it's completely countercultural. G.K. Chesterton once said, A dead thing can go with the stream, but only a living thing can go against it. Let's swim. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter, inviting them to take part in the show. Visit our website at yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm John Lanetti, signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.